Wait, do I host the bonus episodes or do you? Survivor Turning Back Time podcast, the only podcast that's been here the whole time. Hey. <laughs> I'm your host, Jared, and with me is my co-host, Steven. Steven, how you doing? I'm so excited, except I'm looking outside and there's snow, and it is March, and I'm not happy about it. You fell for the fool's spring. I, I, from Being from Minnesota, I should know better, because yeah. we have like three fool's springs. I remember running track meets in like a foot of snow. It's awful. It's not fun. It makes, I want to go out tonight and be vagrant, but <laughs> like I'm getting over, ooh, I'm getting over being sick. I'm getting over <laughs> being sick. Getting over the vapors. <laughs> uh, and it's cold and it's snowing. I'm like, maybe I just stay inside and play Mario and Rabbids. Oh yeah. Look at you getting in more, more RPGs. How many strategy games can I be playing at one time? Uh, all of them. I also started back up Warhammer 3, so Oh yes. my god. Let's just get you in on Octopath Traveler, and then you'll be doing these for years. Correct. <laughs> I don't like to finish things, so long RPGs are great. <laughs> it's terrible. I hate that. But I am stuck in Fire Emblem, so I get it. I, see, I love Fire Emblem, and I will finish it, mm-hmm. but I, I cannot binge Fire Emblem games. I space them out over a long period of time. I don't like doing that because I like having a a goal and like plowing through and then finishing a game, jumping to the next game, and then not feeling regrets about not finishing the other one. But like, uh. No, I have like five games going at a time. I still haven't finished 13 Sentinels. Oh. I'm pretty close though. Okay. I just hit a difficulty spike. Gotcha. Okay. Jared, tell me, what are, what are we doing here? Yes! So, uh, this is our bonus episode, if you can figure that out from the title of the episode. There's a show on Dropout, which is College Humor Streaming Service, that we've pitched a couple times before. Actually, Steven is the one who got me into it. I love it. I love what College Humor is doing. And, like, I kind of grew up with College Humor, but then it kind of fell out of existence, at least in my sphere of influence. Like, I didn't really see it on the internet anymore. And it's sort of come back as this very fun, joyful, progressive streaming service. And the cast of characters they have on there... I mean, I've only exclusively watched Game Changers at this point. um, But I've seen clips from Dimension 20. And it's just so fun. It's so good. It is. It's Everyone is so good. And even the ones that like, oh, they had a clunky moment. You bring them back in a different episode and they're amazing. Yeah. So, And I like that they're not afraid to have a clunky moment. I yeah. like that they're not... It doesn't feel over-edited. It doesn't feel overproduced. It It is at least Game Changers, which is what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. The Game Changers Survivor episodes specifically are just how hard can we commit to the bit. The game. Yeah. Yeah. I love Escape the Green Room. Ah, It's so good. I do fear for everyone's escape rooms that half people who have seen those episodes, because I used to manage an escape room. And so (laughs) when the first thing they do is start smashing shit off the wall, and then there's actually clues in there, I was like, oh no. Oh no, someone's (laughs) someone's gonna think that's how escape rooms work, and then start Uh, breaking shit in an escape room. Oh, that's beautiful. But anyway, yeah, so... There's two episodes of Survivor Game Changers. They are chronological, part one, part two, uh, to make it a full hour-long episode. Yeah, before we get into content, (laughs) I do have a note that 
<laughs> over the week, I had a little back and forth. I mean, I post in our, our down week that we're like, hey, we're not posting an episode this week. Don't mm -hmm. worry about it on Twitter and on Reddit. And people are usually like, yeah, that makes sense because we've now established a structure. And but it, it's hard because the season finales and the season intros are our longest episodes. Yeah. So it's really hard to get two out in a week. Yeah. But then people will usually be like, okay, well then what's what's the back end to it? What are you are you planning on releasing a bonus episode between? Are you planning on releasing a full episode as your next one? And I was talking to Josh, and Josh was like, hey. Uh, looking forward to your next episode is the next one is it bonus episode today slash monday or is it gonna be straight jump into season five and i'm like yeah we've already recorded the first episode of season five that that makes sense like we would jump right into season five but we did talk about the bonus episode so josh here's me saying i'm a liar whoops and i know it and we recorded them out of order because we had a guest yeah on uh, our episode one so we had to schedule around them and we had a really good guest and we yes. wanted to respect their time and like plan it out and this is someone that we've been trying to get on the show for three seasons now well no two seasons in a row this is the first one that they could do and our guests from the previous two seasons don't think you were our second choice well, but the last one was michaela so <laughs> Not that it was a second choice, but it was a second choice because they were readily available. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so now we're doing bonus episode. First full episode of season five coming out on Thursday, and it is a hell of an episode. It's, it's very long. It's very long. I've begun the editing process. We're down to about an hour 50, hour 45, so Jesus. get your butts ready. It's a lot of episode coming. A lot of trash talk, too. A lot of trash talk. Uh, really love the episode, if, though. If you like the cops and you somehow still listen to us, uh, you, sh you don't. Oopsie don't listen doops. to that episode. But I want to thank, in case I forget later, the people who have reached out to me and saying, hey, we love what you're doing. Keep going. Specifically, this Twitter notification that I may not remember to check on Thursday. So, Connor. Connor, thank you for reaching out to and saying, enjoying the coverage. Keep going. Ranking tribe buffs and tribal council sets might be a fun Ooh. thing to do as we're going here. So that's something we could talk about here. I'm always there. down for more bits. Yeah. So yeah, good good bits to talk about. We can when we're when we're alone, we can talk about those. Yeah. With uh, someone who maybe didn't only watch one episode of Survivor. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, there there's a, a lot in that first episode of season five where we have to I have to recontextualize for Claire. Which <laughs> wait, works wait, fine. Wait, wait, let me explain. <laughs> cool. Wait, no, let me explain what I mean when I say the sex crimes. <laughs> oh, we'll never get away from the sex crimes. Unfortunately, they seem to be load bearing. Yeah. Welcome to Survivor. Oh, but you know where there's not sex crimes? Where? Game changers. That's true. I, well, as far as I know. I can't imagine. God. They're all such pure souls. It's so wholesome. But there are some that I'm like, ooh, you tread that line. I mean, okay, but if somebody ever crossed a line, like, the show would... I, I have full faith in college humor that they would not cover it up. They'd be like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Correct. I, that could just be the perception they're putting out, but right now, I believe it. <laughs> all right. So, we're doing this episode. It's Game Changer Survivor Edition. The premise of Game Changer is that they don't know what they're playing when they show up to play it. So everyone comes out, usually it's three people. Mm -hmm. 
pretty standard for the first four seasons. It's bring out the three people and we're good. Well, this episode is the first one that they have a lot of people on. They're like, all right, here's the cast of characters. It's Allie Beardsley, Brennan Lee Mulligan, Lou Wilson, Erica Ishii. We're still going. It's Grant O'Brien, Katie Maravich, Raph. I forgot to write Raph's last name. Uh, Chestang. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm right. saying it right, but that's yeah. right. It's Raph Chestang. And that, that's seven people on a Game Changers episode. That's a lot. Yeah, and the premise of the show is that they don't know how the game is played when they walk in the door. Yeah. So each time it might be, uh, you know, previous one, like I said, Escape the Green Room. They didn't even know they were playing, and all of a sudden they're locked inside the green room. And it's like, okay, cool, game started. Yeah, surprise. One of them ends with them with just go, and they don't have any more instructions than that. Love it. Yeah, it's anything from Simon Says to full-on, I'm a bidding war, and yeah. everything in between. So, once they discover that it is going to be Survivor, because the very first thing they do in this episode is vote, uh-huh. before they've gotten to talk about anything. Welcome to Game Changers. It's time for someone to go. <laughs> yes. Right away. Which, love it. We get knowledge that Allie, Brennan, and Lou are all super fans of Survivor, mm-hmm. and no one else has seen Survivor, mm-hmm. just by their reactions. What a great way to throw people in like hey we've seen this game we know how it's played there's so much that we could have advantage of over other people and the four people like what the fuck is a survivor (laughs) (laughs) and they start out as most of these games start out with them immediately trying to break the game yeah so all of them are like we can vote for anyone we can just vote we're just voting okay so all of them vote for sam Except for one person. Sam, who's the host of the show. Yes. And he doesn't give them any clarification. He goes, yeah, you just have to vote. So six of the seven of them write down Sam's name. And Sam goes through and counts. Sam doesn't count. Sam doesn't count. And then one person <laughs> votes. A single person. And we don't know who it is. Katie Maravich. It's beautiful. And so, there's a conspiracy among the cast mm-hmm. that it was actually put there. It was a plant by the art department. Especially because Katie spends a lot of time being like, I'm going to be the first to go. <laughs> Which, why did she think she was going to be the first to go? I mean, she was right. I mean, yeah. Maybe she, she manifested that into existence. <laughs> but th- just the whole... The whole essence of this is so funny that, like, no, we're not playing your stupid game. And they're talking about the prisoner dilemma. Yeah. Like, we're, we're not doing it. You can't make us. And then someone seizes that opportunity in all the chaos to be like, no, I'm taking it. I'm taking control of this game. Let's yeah. go. Grant is sitting there being like, oh, the prisoner's dilemma is actually really easy to figure out in practice. It's just in theory that it's hard. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And then somebody votes Katie out. And Sam, the host, is like, if you break my game, it's only going to blow up in your face. And he's right. And he's right. And it's <laughs> so good. Oh, I love it. It's so good. Oh, and did you catch... Okay, so obviously Survivor, Outwit, Outlast, Outplay. Mm-hmm. Did you catch what the, the three uh, the three that they had for this was? Yeah, so they go from the, the Game Changers logo. Sam has a TV behind him that he uses for like PowerPoint presentations, essentially. And... As soon as everyone catches on that it's Survivor, it goes from the normal Game Changers logo to the Survivor logo, but it's... Hold on. It's Knockout, Dropout, Watchout. Knockout, Watchout, Dropout. Oh, okay. Dropout is the streaming service, which yes. would make sense that that would be the last one. It's so good. It's so good. They always commit to the bit really yep. well. And nothing is half-assed. 
Some things are half-assed. But as far as, like, the game mechanics, they don't half-ass it. No. Production can be half-assed, but, like, in a good way sometimes. Yeah. It, you feel like you're part of the joke. Like, it never feels... There, there's something that's really interesting that's happening with this generation of entertainment, and I think it has to do with, like, social media and TikTok and all of that, that gives you more access mm -hmm. to, to professionals. So, you know, think back to, like, I'm going way, way back, but, like, the Johnny Carson show. Like, everyone's really buttoned up. They come on, they do their bit. Like, you don't see behind the curtain. Correct. This is the first generation of entertainment I can think of where, like, we, we are committed to seeing behind the curtain. And things that let you see behind the curtain do well. This show is great because you are constantly seeing behind the curtain. There's an entire episode, I won't spoil, there's an entire episode that is just a bit to fuck with one contestant. Yeah, it's so good. They wrote an entire episode to mess with one person, and you feel like you are be you are involved. It doesn't feel like they they have these inside jokes, but you feel inside. Mm -hmm. It's it's brilliant. And I think some of that comes from the post YouTube world. Yeah, is that YouTube was the first time that people were making regular shows, but having the instant feedback of a comment section yeah i mean you would have message boards and threads but there was no incentive for people who created shows to go and look at these message boards or if they did like you're not gonna go and interact with those people and think about how easy it is right now yeah you and i not that it would be red but like we could tweet at brendan lee mulligan right now yeah we could tweet at sam right now yeah and they do interact with stuff yeah and that's a level of access that I don't think is always healthy, and I don't think that should be promoted all of the time. But when you can get that type of engagement and can do it in a more casual way, like Dropout seems to do, that's, you've built a really healthy environment. I agree. It's good stuff. So back to the game. <laughs> Katie's out, and the little twist that they play into here is that Okay, you're voted out, but you still have one last thing you have to do. You have to grant a an advantage to someone. Mm -hmm. We haven't we don't know how the game is played yet still. Like we voted someone out, but we don't know the in-between. Are we just gonna vote everyone out? No. Katie is granted a fart machine. <laughs> As an advantage. As an advantage. To, leading us to be like, what the hell is going on here? And can give it to someone. And Katie gives it to Allie Beardsley. Cool. That's all we know. All we know so far. So then the game starts up again. And everyone's still kind of iffy about it. Like, we can still break this game. Like, everyone's feeling... Like, I don't want to play you. I don't want to make you win, Sam. I know you're trying to manipulate this. And then Sam comes in with a... Oh, I didn't tell you the prize. <laughs> the winner of this game, this episode of Game Changers gets two round-trip tickets to anywhere in the world, and it blows everyone's mind. They're like, yep. you couldn't possibly mean anywhere. Anywhere? It's like, yeah. And they're just listing off exotic locations. They do stump them on North Korea, though. Yeah, you probably can't get a ticket there, but that's more of a political <laughs> thing than, than a prize You also thing. probably don't want a ticket there. No, if you do get one there, you're probably not coming back. Yeah, it would be one way. <laughs> um, that's, that's how they get you. So then we go right into drawing for buffs. We're drawing teams. And the buffs are ties. It's, it's so, so good. It's so good. We have two tribes. We have 
The <laughs> we have friendship. <laughs> well, yes, we have team friendship with a question mark and team Martin Luther King's dream. Now you might be wondering why that is. That's because there are three people of color and three white people, and they they drew them randomly. Um, but they're immediately all like, ah, look at what we got here. And somebody said, I think it's Lou says a Cook Islands throwback, which yeah. that is one. I am aware of the premise of that season. Yeah, it's race war. Sur- Survivor race war. Survivor race war. <laughs> so that's hilarious. It's so funny. that It just <laughs> happened to work out that way. They drew randomly from a bag. So yep. they had no idea what was going on. Yeah, they got blue neckties. Blue is team friendship. It doesn't matter, but I'm explaining it like it does. Yellow is team Martin Luther King's dream. It's funny every time. <laughs> and then when they get into the challenge, or they start to, like, they, like, start now that they're on their teams, mm-hmm. I think it was Grant goes, let's do this for white people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not, no, Grant can't talk anymore. No more from Grant. It's so funny. Grant is the most gangly human in yeah. the face of the planet, but he's so funny. He's so funny. Everything and, I've seen him in is great. And Brennan Lee Mulligan is who I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I can see that. Brennan is very competitive and just everything. Even when he's, when he's not being competitive, that's when you know something's up. And we get a little bit of that. Yeah. So we, we do that. The challenge is you make other people laugh. Like it's a try not to laugh challenge. Which is all, there's three challenges throughout the course of the episodes. And that is every challenge with slight modifiers on it. So if you're in this for like... If you love Survivor for the challenges and puzzles and and that, this isn't for you. It's not for you. The the challenges are just a means to get to the vote. Yes. Which is fine. They're funny. I enjoy them, but it's not everyone's thing, and I get that. Anyway, they're lined up across from each other. They have to make each other vote or make each other laugh just by saying things, and it only gets more obnoxious from there. Yeah, I do love, I just want to point out the winning one, which was, so Lou has a bit, and he does this on other episodes of Game Changers he's in, his bit to make people laugh is to say something that is ridiculous very seriously, and really commit to it, which, ah, chef's kiss. But the one that he wins on, that he gets Brennan to crack on, uh, is, please let me win. Please let me win. I just want to win. (laughs) <laughs> He's very good about that, like, getting right up in their face. And it's it's beautiful. And team... I can't believe I'm saying this. Team Martin Luther King's dream <laughs> is so much better than team friendship. Because, like, Brennan is very good at this. But Grant and Allie Beardsley are not. Terrible. And in other episodes of Game Painters, they're terrible at keeping their composure. How... How would you do in this kind of a game? I think I do really well. I'm being an actor. You probably would too, because mm-hmm. we can get into false circumstances. So I can like if somebody's trying to make me laugh, I will just commit to everything. That, like if somebody does that tactic of like sure. saying something very serious, I will just be very serious with mm-hmm. them. I would not be as good as you are. Okay, I am good about in circumstances where things are set and like or someone is like improving, and I know something funny is going to happen. Then I could I could really keep it together. But when a whole group around me of people who are in the moment start to laugh and start mm. to break, I get pulled into that. Yeah, the trick is uh, to turn off your empathy. Oh yeah, <laughs> to not care about other people. That's the goal. And dissociate. <laughs> That's fair. That's actually the trick. Leave to the astral plane and think about things that are very serious. <laughs> anyway, Team Martin Luther King. <laughs> Martin Luther King's dream wins because Lou. 
asks very nicely to let him win. So there you go. And then we get the nature shots. We yeah. Get, we get actual nature shots so, of, of plastic lizards around the studio <laughs> set. And they do confessionals. So how they have time to strategize is they'll pull them one at a time up to the green room mm-hmm. to do confessionals in front of a green screen that then they make look like they're out in the forest. <laughs> so good it's so good it's so funny and a lot of the confessionals are really funny too yeah like uh i think it was lou is pulled aside very early in the game he's like come on martin luther king's dream a white person can't win this game a white person can't win survivor (laughs) like ooh, ooh, it's very good lou and, then and I, w- I was wondering when they had time to film the confessionals so they show them before that and then they explain that part of it and i was like oh that's really smart yeah oh no it's so good and we don't realize right away that because they're given time to do these things that time time is allowed for things to happen between the games yeah and we'll get to that in a second but ooh, so much good stuff so they're all comedians mm-hmm. they're all entertainers and so they all start doing alliances as bits. Yep. But then they all start realizing that the bits are actual alliances. Yep. <laughs> so we're, we're an alliance, right? Alliance, 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 alliance. And at one point, Brennan has an alliance with every single person. But then Grant's like, maybe I should get rid of Brennan. Or no, first he's like, I should lose. I know how this works. Yeah. I should be the one losing. And then Allie and Grant get together and like, we should... Brennan's a problem. We should get Brennan out. Brennan knows this and is very competitive. It's not even that strategic from Grant's spot. Like, Allie just walks up to Grant and goes, hey, you want to vote out Brennan? And he goes, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's the end. Like, Allie was thinking about it that way, but Grant is just here for the vibes. It's true. It really is. <laughs> and then while this is happening, Grant's, er, sorry, Brennan is sitting on set and he's like, you know, this would be a good moment if... Like, if someone was talking about me, you could cut to me eating very sad. So good. He's narrating his own B-roll. Yeah. And it's perfect. He is such... He, he is the dungeon master for Dimension 20, and, like, this is such a dungeon master move. Mm-hmm. So, we, we get back, we get to the vote, and it's only three people, so it's a very easy vote. Yeah, and Sam asks, like, just like, hey, Allie, you know, the reasons to the vote for... Or, Allie, what are you going to do? Yeah. And basically says, I'm going to vote for Brennan. And then, okay, Grant, the reasons to vote for Brennan are obvious. He's very competitive. He's very good at games, all that kind of stuff. What would be the hypothetical reasons to vote for Allie? And Grant goes, there are none. There are none. I I should absolutely vote Brennan out. Yep. And so Brennan goes home, obviously. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. (laughs) Before the votes are read, Sam says, if anyone has a hidden loop-de-loop and would like to play it, do so now. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it, Brennan has a hidden loop-de-loop. Which I'm assuming they couldn't legally say hidden immunity idol. He says idol. Later in episode two, he says idol. Oh, yeah, Brennan does. No, Sam does. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Okay, well, basically, they've hidden, I think it's four? I think so. That's too many. It is too many. <laughs> they have other ones many. they don't use. Or you shouldn't have hidden them all at the start of the game. Sure. You should have hidden one, and then, as they're filming another section, go hide another one. Three of them get found in this first round. Correct. One of them is on the vote jug. Yep. One of them gets found out in the patio by Lou, and Brennan finds one under a plate for the catering. Yep. 
And the fourth one is under that table, which under he then the finds later. Yeah. Not hid incredibly well. Yeah. But yeah, so they don't even know. And then we have this this wonderful montage of Brennan being like, it's like saying his plan mm-hmm. in his confessional and then being like, you think I would just lay down and die? <laughs> and you're right. Having watched a lot of Game Changers, like when Brennan is calm... Something's up. He has a plan. Yeah. Something, something's going on up there. You think I'd go out like a chump? <laughs> it's so good. The, anytime Brennan goes on a monologue, mm, mm, peak. So good. Good stuff. So we have we read the votes. Brennan does not count. Sam does not count. <laughs> Grant still votes for Sam. He votes for Sam. They commit to this bit, even though they know that it does not make any sense to do so. <laughs> and finally... Allie Beardsley, the first person or the second person eliminated from this game. Oh, so good. And then they take off their buffs and they're no longer in teams. No Martin Luther King's dream is dead. Yep. But we have merged into Martin Luther King's <laughs> second, second dream. dream. Oh, that's so funny. And they were like, it's the it's the dream where you wake up and you realize your alarm hasn't gone off yet, so you go back to bed. That's a second dream. Yeah. And Allie left the fart machine that Allie didn't get to use. With Brennan. With Brennan. So funny. Gotta respect respect the hustle. Yeah, respect Respect the the game. And that's the end of the first episode. We then go right into the second episode because they're all together. It's only like an hour. Yeah. Maybe a little over an hour. Streaming services. We don't have to adhere to strict time limits. Great. Love it. So good. So we were down to five. We are merged. Martin Luther King's second dream. Sam brings out a baseball cap, very Jeff style. Yeah. And it's pinstriped just like his suit. It's hideous. <laughs> it's absolutely god-awful, but it makes so much sense. Yeah. And to the point where people are like, the art department had to make someone's hat. Oh, no, they use that in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Second challenge, same idea. They have to make declarative statements. No just making noise. They just they have to make a declarative statement. Mm-hmm. And you can get anyone, you can go after anyone. And I think it was Erica who was like, someone... someone No, no, it was Brennan. He said, uh, Brennan going for Erica. He said, uh, someone paid real, or someone made real American dollars. They were paid that money to make that hat, that hideous hat. (laughs) And she laughed for like five minutes straight. It's so good. It's Uh, so funny. Do you remember what, what Lou's was? Because I do. One no, of Lou's. I don't. He tried to jack off a horse at 16, <laughs> and it didn't work, and he doesn't blame himself, and he doesn't blame the horse. It's really good. It's That's good. funny. That's some clever world building. I took Grant's down, because I thought it was funny. Understated, but funny. Actually, he was only a pretty good Gatsby. <laughs> yes, yes. I love that one. That's a good one. That it, The context needed is good. And yeah, people go down... Grant goes down, Lou goes down. And oh no, sorry. It, the la- the final two are Brennan versus Grant. Yes, which is shocking because Grant is usually very bad at these. Yeah. But Brennan wins. There- okay, let's be honest. There's really only two people seriously playing this game. And the two are? Brennan and Lou. Yeah, correct. Like some of the other ones are trying at moments. I think Allie was, was seriously playing. Mm-hmm. The three people who know Survivor are the only three people seriously playing. Yeah. But Allie got front stabbed. Allie early. got got. Yeah, Allie got got. <laughs> it's it's great. Everyone else is there for the vibes on some level. I think at times Erica wants to win, 
But at times, Eric is like, ah, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. It's committing until things don't go my way, and I'm like, nah, it was all a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. That's a, that's a good play. Mm -hmm. Brennan's final one against Grant here is so funny. Because if you look at Grant, and he is, he's very, very tall, very lanky. He wears glasses. And Brennan gets right up in his face. He's like, what happened to the rest of your barbershop quartet? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And then Brennan goes on to say, I don't care about winning. I just don't want to lose. Which, yeah, that's that's what, his whole vibe. What a vibe. So then everyone then draw. We, we get some time between. Everyone goes and starts looking for loop-de-loops. Yes. Mm -hmm. but there's only one more to be found, and Brennan finds it right away. He's like, I knew it'd be under the table. Yeah, and he finds it in front of everyone, too. Yeah. So now everyone knows he has one. Yep. And he has one that nobody knows about. And Lou starts wearing his his one he found around his neck. Yep. As in don't vote for me. And because no one else sees survive has seen Survivor, they're like, oh okay, we can't vote for him. Yep. But he never plays he it. He does not play it. <laughs> he just holds on to it. And the show doesn't make a declarative statement about this. They yep. don't really let the audience know. So for me and you who are like, oh, I, get, I understand how Survivor works. It makes sense. But if you were just pulled in, from a narrative p perspective, it's not very smart. No. Like, you need to say, and Lou didn't even play his thing. Thank you. Goodbye. This is what would happen if you put season 41 contestants, i.e. Brennan, Lou, and Allie, but they had to go against each other, against season one contestants. <laughs> They know all the rules, they know all the intricacies, yeah. and these other people are like, I don't know, I'll vote for Sam, I guess. Yeah, let's take out Sam. Let's vote <laughs> on the host. Can we do that? Didn't Survivor, didn't we talk about that? The the mutiny in, was it first season? Yeah. They tried to mutiny against Jeff? Well, yeah, that's because it was a hard reward challenge, he's like, I'm going to give you a single beer, and they're like, no, fuck you. Yeah. We're not doing it. That's right. Uh, Which is why the bar happened. Good yeah. stuff. Anyway, yeah. Grant rips the crew and Grant is voted out. So, again, leading to believe, like, does the crew have a, a finger on the scale? Nah. Grant Grant just is being an asshole. for yeah. funny. Yep. And they'll get the crew involved in stuff. Yeah. Like Escape the Green Room. They're trying to get the cameraman to help them out. <laughs> yeah. I will pay you $20. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to spoil more episodes in case anyone wants yeah. to go yeah, watch yeah. it. But it's so good. Go watch it. So then we have another challenge where... So I want to say one thing first. Go on. Uh, Erica is perching on a stump. <laughs> and they're like, is that comfortable? And she's like, yeah, I like to perch. And says something about like uh, being bisexual. And I just remember that like nobody I know who's bisexual can sit in a chair properly. It's just a running bit that like every bisexual person I personally know cannot sit in a chair like a person. I'm learning something about myself today. <laughs> I'm not bisexual, but... I can't sit in a chair. Sexuality's fluid. <laughs> I, okay. I guess we've decided my sexuality here on podcast. <laughs> Live on podcast. Uh, we'll come back to that. <laughs> Therapy, help. Anyway. Oh, no, it was a uh, bisexual gargoyle. Yes, that's what it was. I'm a bisexual gargoyle. This is how I perch. It's good stuff. So then we go into another challenge, but this time it's whispering in each other's ear. But it has to be inaudible so nobody else can hear it. Correct. Which we can still hear it because they're mic'd, obviously, but yeah. um, that becomes important. <laughs> yes. Because... Why does Raph find Brennan so funny? In I all these challenges... Brennan. I mean, I do too, but like... 
everyone else can at least keep it together. Like, Brennan doesn't even say anything, and Raph starts laughing. Like, he gets a second go, because he never actually spoke before. Mm-hmm. And Sam's like, yeah, no, you, you Make, didn't use your turn. Makes sense to me. And, yeah, he just looks at his face as he's warming up to say something, and then he bursts out laughing. Raph, in the episodes I've seen, is very bad at Game Changers, but he's so endearing. <laughs> he's so endearing. He's just a good guy. I like him. Raph, let's hang out. <laughs> Grant's voted out. Grant gives a one free laugh to someone, but Mm -hmm. we don't know who. Correct. We'll hold on to that. Did you pull out any whispers in this? No. I didn't either, except for the one where Lou talks a little too loud. Yes. To the point where Sam heard every word and said, sorry, you're out, Lou. Yeah, and Erica calls him out, like, aren't we supposed to be whispering? Uh Uh-huh. The one I did write down is the final one that... Got it was between Brennan once again, very good at this game, I guess. Yeah. And Erica, and he tells a story about burning. He was wearing pants at a camp, and he was by a fire, but he wasn't wearing underwear at the time, so the zipper heated up, and when he shifted, the zipper burned his penis, and but he got cut off toward the end. Yeah. Because he was going on for too long. And then Erica was like, I need closure for that story. And he's like, did you, you just chuckled. That's it. You're out. That's it. And Brennan wins. What a way to go down on a technicality. I both, know. Both Lou and Erica. That's the problem. I feel like I would get myself out. Mm, mm-hmm. Or I would do the thing where like, I'm prepping for something funny going to happen. And then I break. I think that's part of why Lou does the strategy of saying things very seriously. Mm-hmm. Because it, it gets you into circumstances and you are less likely to break. Yeah. It's smart. A uh, little between. We, we have more strategy. Lou wants to bring Brennan to the final two. They've had an alliance the whole time. Yeah. The two of them. But he's like, and then I can just throw him under the bus and be like, you, you think a, you want a white person to win? You want <laughs> Brennan to win? It's a good strategy. It's a good strategy. We also have a confession with Brennan talking about like, my, the only thing I would hate about being on Survivor would be being outside. <laughs> so this is his dream. This is perfect. We're inside playing Survivor. He wants all the manipulation and none of the camping. Yep. It's great. And vote four. Grant wanted Raph out. <laughs> so yeah, we have this moment where Raph and Grant are talking on the patio and they're both like, we're going to vote for Sam. Yeah, let's vote for Sam. And Grant's like, I'm going to vote for Raph. <laughs> And then everyone votes for Grant, except for, well, a couple votes for Sam. Right. But, like, it's, like, three votes for Grant, I think. Well, Grant's already out. This is from, this is a flashback from earlier, just to, like, rip on him for eating his apple. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, this is earlier in the episode, then. Yeah. (laughs) Brennan asks, did did Grant talk to any of you about (laughs) voting for Raph? And everyone's like, no. Nah. Nope. All right. (laughs) Which, that's, you know... Hey, he could he would fit right in in seasons one through three. <laughs> yep. But in this vote, they're like, hey, what if the Dimension 20, which is another one of their shows, what if that cast just stuck together here? Like, no, we're not going to do that. We want to play the game. We, we want this to be fun. They dodge it very smart, being like, well, technically everyone here has been on Dimension Correct. 20. And then they do exactly that, and they vote Raph out. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, Brennan plays one of his hidden loop-de-loops uh-huh. uh, for Erica, so that there's only one viable person he voted for. And I did bring up, he had another one. He did. Not that he would ever, but like if, if somebody else had gotten it. Yeah. And they did mention that this was the final vote. Yes. Because there's only four of them left. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, so they're not doing a final three vote. Yeah, so that means 
Brennan could have just made everyone safe. Not that he would want to, but if somebody else had found it. It's a good point. Then I guess no one would be safe. Yeah. <laughs> when we're all heroes. I kind of wanted him to do it just for the bit. When everyone's super, no one is. <laughs> That's an Incredibles reference. And then Raph's last words. I. <laughs> Beautiful. Anyway, we bring back the jury. We're in the final challenge. And it's. Still first to laugh, but if you're the first to laugh, you are out of the game. Yeah. No vote, no immunity, you're just out. But the jury gets to do it. Yeah. Kind of. And they let the contestants do it, and yeah. then they skip Grant for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it granted something so, like, towing the line that they had to cut it. I don't know, it seemed pretty straight through to me. It, it like, I didn't see fluid. an obvious cut. But I don't know why they would do that. If, I think, unless I they think just made just a mistake. messed up, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyway, lots of good stuff here. Erica laughs first, but has the extra laugh. And then she laughs second. And then laughs again. So Erica was the target. Yeah. I, I, I would 100% do the same thing. Once you get someone going, yeah. it's so easy to keep them going. Yeah, and she was the target of the jury, too. Like, they wanted to be Brennan versus Lou. Yeah, <laughs> it made the best storyline. It did. It was funny. They know how to do this. <laughs> Better ingredients... Better pizza. Preppages. <laughs> Preppages. That was great. I love Allie Beersley so much. <laughs> or Raph comes in, I'm going to tie your dicks together and I'm going to kick your dicks. I'm going to kick both dicks at the same time because I've tied them together. <laughs> Ow. Like, oh, okay. Great. Oh, So we're down to the final two. Brandon versus Lou. And I don't want to spoil all the jokes, because, like, if you, for some reason, listen to this before watching it, which yeah. I, I don't know, who, who knows, some people would do that. Sure. I'd probably do that, I guess. I do want you to go back and watch it. and it's, watch it's, it. Even though you will now know the structure, it's worth it for the jokes and yeah. for the banter. Mm -hmm. Final two, we have a classic give your speech to the jury. They're going to pick... And Brennan does... We have two very viable survivor strategies here. Yeah. Brennan's like, I played a great game. Here's all the loop-de-loops that I found. Yep, here's I, one you didn't know I had. Exactly. I only defended myself. I never broke my word. Mm -hmm. I played a fair and honest game, yeah. and I just played better than all of you. He yep. didn't say that, but that's... That's the subtext. That's the subtext. And then Lou comes in, like, all right, we had Martin Luther King's first dream, second dream, but the third dream would be... Me winning. <laughs> but then he pulls out the thing that actually matters. Correct. Then he pulls out the thing that, like, done, I, I done fooled all of you. I'm the one who voted Katie out. <laughs> You're like, oh! Which I, I was surprised it wasn't Brennan, only from my previous experience with Brennan, of, like, he's very competitive, so why would he throw a vote on Sam? But then I forgot how much he, like, loves going after Sam. Yeah. So they're antagonistic to each other. <laughs> yeah. It blows everyone's minds. It's so good. It's so funny. So we have five votes. Five yeah. jury votes. Five, five jury members. Five total votes. And I want to read these votes in order. Mm -hmm. Yep. We have first vote, Sam. Which is Erica. And she basically says like, no, I'm not choosing between these two guys. I love them both too yep. much. Second vote, Sam. <laughs> like, which is Grant committing to the bit. Which is very good that that happened because you don't want to, I don't want to know what happens if they ended on a tie. I do because I'm curious. But yeah. like, if because people were fucking around, we get put in a bad spot. What do we do? I don't know. Third vote, Brennan. Fourth vote, Lou. And we're down to a single vote to determine who wins. 
and it's Lou. Lou wins two round trip tickets anywhere in the world. It's so good. And they're very happy for each other, and it's all yeah. it's all good times, and ah. Uh, yeah, I and then it. we get a confessional of, like, Brennan sitting on Lou's lap <laughs> while they're talking about how fun the game was. So yeah. it's, it's all for fun. It's all sweet and endearing. Even the times where you're like, that's a little personal. They're like, nah, it's fun. So that'll about do us here on Turning Back Time Game Changer Edition. <laughs> Game Changer, Turning Back Time. Turn even though it came out, like... Uh, Six months ago, or whenever this episode came out. Yeah. Within the last year. Within the last year. That's... Our podcast is older than that episode. That is... Oh my god. Probably. No, maybe, maybe not. Who's to say? Who's to say? Don't Steven, look it up. Please, don't look it up. Don't, don't prove us wrong. But please, share us with, uh, with your friends, family, enemies. We haven't done that in a bit of like, hey, please plug us. But uh, our Marquesas finale got some good traction, so yeah. we might have some new people there. If you are new, hi, welcome. Please stick around. Yeah. This I, is not the norm, but we do do a bonus episode of something tangentially Survivor-related between seasons. Yes. So, like I said, it's it's new. It, it's Things are coming. We've already recorded the first episode of season five. Yes. It's, it's in the wheelhouse. I just have to finish editing it. And I see your emails that we will read on the second episode because we don't have time on that first episode. <laughs> Imagine we did a oh, full God. episode and still didn't even touch emails. Yeah. <laughs> Claire and I have a lot to say. That's fair. Anything you want to promote, Stephen? I, I just will promote, go watch Game Changer. It is yeah. a great show. And they have now done a good job of establish the show. It's more popular now. They are now starting to tweak on... Oh, let's play with established reality TV. Yeah. There's been quite a few of them that are like, okay, you know what this is, but... Here's our twist on it. Yeah, here's our twist on it, slash they don't know what they're playing, so it's fun to blindside them with this. Yeah, that's that's my thing. Go watch that. Uh, I don't... I, I always have something I want to promote. Mario and Rabbids. The second one just came out. Okay. I played the first one, but not all of it, so I'm going back to the first one. It's just a really fun game like it's it's mechanics are pretty in deep in depth but they're not inaccessible like you don't have to scroll through it's not like XCOM where it's like all right I have 17,000 soldiers and what am I going to research first and I gotta do all this so it's, it's very accessible but still pretty deep yeah. which I appreciate it all right it's fun I hate the rabbits like <laughs> as a thing but you get past it they're the minions before minions existed oh yeah for my co-host Steven this is Jared for my host Jared, this is Steven. Bye-bye. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it feels backwards. It is backwards.